Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of I've Got a Lot to Say. You may notice that I have taken out the intro and it's just me introducing the podcast now. There was something about it that I wasn't really liking anymore and I'm debating if I'm going to record a new one or just leave it like this and just kind of start every episode talking. (laughs) There's something about it or doing it like this that makes it feel more casual and less, I don't know, like I'm trying to be super official about it. But then the PR brain that functions in my head that I paid, you know, $25,000 for at school (laughs) is like branding is important and you need to make sure that people recognize your brand. So I don't know, I'm kind of debating. Not that that has anything really to do with what I'm going to talk about today, but, you know, sometimes we just go on tangents on this podcast and it just is what it is. So you're welcome for that. But welcome back to another episode. Anyways, I wanted to take today's episode to talk about something that has actually become really important in my life that was not always. And I have to say, it's not an original idea. I didn't, you know, come up with the idea to podcast about this all on my own. Sometimes I'm just not creative enough for this. So I actually saw this on someone's Instagram today and I was like, oh, yes, this is right up my alley. This is perfect. And this will be a great thing to talk about this week because I feel like this is a topic that I can talk about for a while. So just settle in, maybe get a snack, get something to drink, get ready to go. I think the reason that I really wanted to talk about everything that I'm going to talk about today is because the words self-care have become a really huge buzzword on social media, especially over the past, I would say, eight, six to eight months. Um, I just feel like social media is inundated with influencers, brands, marketing, all of that telling you to take time for yourself. And while I am 100% behind the concept of self-care, taking care of yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself um, for other people and for just your own well-being, I hate the fact that the words self-care have become a buzzword for marketing um, tactics. It really rubs me the wrong way that something that's a good concept has been turned into a selling point for so many brands. And don't get me wrong, I get it. <laughs> you know, coming from a communications PR background, um, <laughs> that makes sense to me that you want to stay on trend and want to stay up to date on what people are, what appeals to people, what people are buying. And self care really appeals to people right now since we're all or maybe not all, but a lot of us are really struggling um, with the idea of taking time for ourselves and taking care of ourselves. But I don't think something that's such a good um, thing in its right place should be turned into something that is a trigger word to get people to buy people, to get people to buy people, oh my gosh, to get people to buy stuff. 
So instead of talking about self-care today, we're going to talk about feel-good habits, which to me are the same thing as self-care. They are just things that you do on a regular basis to make yourself obviously feel good. Uh, They're the things that you do weekly, daily, monthly, whatever it is that just make you feel like the best version of yourself. So I'm going to talk about a few of those habits that I have. And let me just put in a little disclaimer here. Um, I'm not saying that if your idea of self-care is going out and buying really nice skincare or treating yourself to coffee every day of the week, I mean, same. But if that's your idea of self-care, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying for me, a lot of times, consistency feels better than splurging. So doing the things that I know I need to do and like to do on a regular, everyday basis that aren't outside of my usual, um, usual schedule, whatever, um, (laughs) those are the things that actually make me feel best versus going out and splurging or going out and spending an exorbitant amount of money, although that can be fun. But I always seem to find that after I do those things that um, social media and brands try to promote as self-care, I actually feel worse because then I start thinking about, okay, well, what are the long-term ramifications of me spending $300 shopping today? Can I still pay my utility bills? Can I still... So those are the thoughts that go in my mind, and that's why I really like this idea of feel-good habits. Like I said, this is not an original thought of mine. Um, I stole it from another podcast but felt like, you know, there should be more of this talked about. So with that little tangent out of the way, I'm just going to jump right in. So first of all, for me, um, one of the most important things for my day-to-day and the things that make me feel best is actually something that helps me feel my best physically, and that is drinking water. <laughs> so, um, well, but specifically drinking water out of a reusable water bottle, and I'll tell you why that makes me feel better. Um, I used to be really great about drinking plenty of water in a day, carrying my reusable water bottle everywhere I went on campus to work. Um, When I was in college, I was really, really good about it. And when I moved back in with my parents, they actually buy just the regular like Deer Park water bottles. So I got out of the habit of using a reusable water bottle. And recently, like in the past few weeks, I picked back up and started doing that again. And I don't know, there's something about it that was like, okay, I feel like I'm doing something good for the environment by reducing my own personal footprint. Um, And I'm sure there's a lot of science. um, And I've had a lot of people tell me that like, reducing your own personal carbon footprint doesn't necessarily help with the epic amount of climate change and other um, environmental issues going on. But you know, that's a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> Anyways, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm doing something productive. And it also just makes me feel 100% better physically. If I don't have enough water in a day, I can definitely tell. So that's my first one. Drink your water, kids. Stay hydrated. Or in the words of one of my favorite camp counselors of all times, hydrate or dehydrate, my dudes. The second feel-good habit that I do on a pretty much daily basis and this is going to sound like the most <laughs> anal Virgo thing that I could ever say. But 
it's true, okay? I'm not just blowing smoke. (laughs) Making a checklist in the morning and checking things off as you go. All right, I never used to be a checklist person. Number one, because I could remember it all. And now all of a sudden my memory is shot. I can't remember anything anymore. I think it's because I have so many more things going on than I ever did in college. But writing out or typing out because I use an app on my phone, a checklist every single morning and then checking off things that I do during the day gives me this like little boost of accomplishment and pride that I've done something that I need to do. So even if it's just something like laundry or wash the dishes, I still put it on my checklist because then when I click that little button and it disappears, it's like, oh, what an amazing feeling. I accomplished something. I feel like a productive member of society. So that's my number two, making a checklist in the morning, checking things off throughout the day. The third habit that I've picked up in recent months that is really a huge part of what I would call my self-care routine, you know, whatever BS that means, um, is just going on walks. So when quarantine started, I feel like all of America realized all of a sudden that like the outdoors exist and you don't have to like go hike. You can just like walk around your neighborhood and it's a great time. But I know for my family, especially back in March and April, we were taking a lot of walks. Like we would walk for like an hour a day sometimes when we had never really done that before. And now it's become kind of just a part of my day, even if it's just a really quick, short walk, walking my dog um, around where I live. It's like this little time to decompress, to take a deep breath, to not think about anything else. I like to listen to music, you know, music that makes you feel like the main character in a movie. And you're just like, chilling in your feelings. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Like maybe that's too much. (laughs) This isn't that type of podcast, but whatever. That is a huge part of my day-to-day routine now is just going on walks and enjoying and appreciating the ability to go outside and spend time outside and have the space to do that. Another really important part of my day and a habit that is probably the habit that I've had for like the longest time uh, out of all of these that I've done consistently for years. And I really do mean it's probably been since I was a kid that every single night before I go to bed, I read. And even if I'm like off on vacation doing something with friends, I still like I still lay down in my bed at night. I I can literally I can vividly remember this one time in college. I was over at a friend's house like we were just hanging out um, or having a party or something and we got home and it was like two in the morning. Right. Like it was one of those nights and I laid down and I was like, oh, I need to go to sleep. I'm so tired. And my brain just like wouldn't shut off. Um, I still had that like social part of my brain working, I guess. And I needed just something to like make me shut down, make me not think about the day, not think about all the really awkward social interactions that I'm sure I had in that situation, whatever. So I read and like, seriously, that would happen over and over again. And so it's something that I have always done. I read all kinds of stuff, um, everything from horrible romance novels to, um, finance books to like Bible studies, like anything and everything. And I have probably done it nearly every single night since I was a child. And it's just something about it is very nostalgic, very 
um, relaxing. It makes me feel like I can take a deep breath sometimes for the first time that day, especially in recent months. It's kind of just like an escape. It's a form of escapism of not having to think about all the craziness that's going on in the world. So that for me has been something that I really do feel like it is a habit that makes me feel 100% better um, or, you know, at least a little bit better on a lot of nights. This last one is something that I've really started to appreciate the importance of and the value of more and more in the past few months. And that is to take time every week to go to a place where you feel at peace, where you feel comforted, where you feel rejuvenated. Um, for me, that's church and that's being with um the people who I love and who love me. Um, So whether it's spending time with my family, whether it's, you know, going to church, whatever it is, I always try to take time um, at least set aside one day a week where I can go and do something that just makes me feel calm and collected. And like I can take a deep breath and let go of a lot of the stuff that I've been holding on to. So I know that church probably isn't that place for a lot of people, um, but it could be the farmer's market. It could be going grocery shopping by yourself and just appreciating that like downtime to yourself. Um, It could be going and sitting in a park and just kind of sitting with yourself and sitting with your thoughts. But I can't highly recommend enough just taking that time every week or more than once a week or, you know, whenever you feel like you need to, to Let go of all the things that you've been holding on to and kind of help yourself feel restored um, and spending time with people that love you and care for you. And for me, that is definitely a way that I do feel rejuvenated and feel refreshed. So whatever that looks like for you, um, that would be something that I couldn't highly recommend enough. Those were the main five habits that I feel like I do on a daily, weekly basis that make me feel best. Um, Those are my forms of self-care. And obviously that looks different for everyone. Maybe it's, you know, every day you work out for 10 minutes and you get your Um, adrenaline going and your heart pumping. Maybe it's you sit in a park and read a book. Um, Maybe it's you listen to a podcast. Maybe it's you play video games. Whatever it is, there are all these little habits that we implement into our lives that are the things that make us feel best. And those are the ways that we take care of ourselves. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything crazy or outlandish or expensive or any kind of splurge. It can just be having those quiet minutes with yourself or taking the time to do something good for yourself um, that can make you feel best and make you feel like a better version of yourself. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, If you want, follow me on Instagram. It's just I've got a lot to say. Um, And definitely, if you listen to this episode, Let me know what your favorite feel-good habits, say that five times fast, (laughs) Um, let me know what your favorite feel-good habits are. Um, Comment on my Instagram or DM me. I would love to share some of those and maybe I'll pick up some of them along the way. But yeah, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week for another episode.